So before we dive into our guest today, we have some products that are pretty cool that will go live either today or tomorrow, Saturday or Sunday. So be on the lookout for that. It will be on Facebook and I'll probably put something out on YouTube as well. Be on the lookout for that if you're interested and want to snack something. As far as our guest, he's an awesome guy. I had so much fun sitting down and talking with him. It was a really cool way to round out the 2021 podcasts. And this one was recorded actually a day after the one with Mary was recorded. So it was back in December, just a heads up. I don't know if that is crucial information or not. But yeah, just a really cool way to to end that year for podcast. I had a blast talking with him. He is an incredibly talented photographer. I would definitely recommend checking out his page because he puts out some really, really incredible photos. So yeah, please give it up for Hunter Rail. I've been looking forward to talking to you, man. Yeah. I've came across, yeah, I came across some of your photos. I don't remember how, if it was just on Instagram on that for yeah. you page, but I like your shit, yeah, man. Thanks. Appreciate Have you it. been doing it for a while? Uh, Coming on to five years, but three years full-time, like a little bit over three okay. years full-time now. So this so. is your only gig? Yeah. It's just photography. Yeah, okay. Just shooting for brands. That's about it. Nice. How'd you get started? Uh, at first I was filming skateboarding a lot cause I just mainly, mainly wanted to do that for YouTube and everything, just make YouTube videos. And then I was on Instagram just seeing like nature photos and all that stuff and just happened to try it out one day and from there kind of just stuck. Yeah. Just went out almost every day for like probably close to six months, something like that. And just taking photos. Yeah. It's every day, just about, except for like the days that were way too rainy or whatever, you know, humble, but. Did you plan on doing scenery shots like landscape uh, stuff for the most part just because like it's so much easier for me to do and i hate telling people what to do because i just feel like it's too bossy mm-hmm. and for when i'm doing portraits it's just like i have them do whatever i feel like is natural to them and we just like hang out while i'm taking their photos something that just makes, makes it more relaxing for that person but landscapes is just the best way for me to do it so yeah i like landscapes yeah those are my go-to for sure yeah it's, it's easy and it's, there's something about them yeah and it changes every time you go there too. There's something different. Yeah, so. you've got some pretty cool ones of Avenue with the Giants. Yeah. And each time you go out there, it's a completely yeah. different place. Which is weird because nothing changes, but something so something always changes with the fog or the sky, like with in the trees. Something crazy. Or even always just happens. the leaves on the ground. Yeah. Something really basic. Yeah. Or like a cool car driving by on the road. Anything like that. So what pushed you into that? You just got a camera in your hand and we're ready. Well, yeah, I've always been around cameras since I was like, I don't know. My mom always had a camera around like her, her and, my, and my dad. And uh, they like would always take photos of like us. Well, like not a whole lot, but every now and then. And then for like five, six years, we didn't really have a camera around. And so I was wanting a camera to start filming skateboarding. And for graduation in 2015, uh, they first got me my first digital camera and then kind of from there from from skateboarding to photography full-time and now doing that damn that's so cool yeah and then it got into products yeah like for my products i mixed it with uh 
product photography in my landscape so that way the product's more in focus but obviously shows the landscape too yeah it helps so. to have a beautiful background yeah. right yeah and so i've been trying to work with more outdoor uh companies and all that lately just because they're more inclined to do more photos like that so do you travel for this or yeah i okay. travel uh, i we live in nashville right now at the moment so traveling like anywhere between 20 minutes to like three days driving because i drive cross country a couple times a year now so just for photography yeah okay oh nice yeah. like last year i came out twice from nashville to here drove cross country twice and then did you guys drive here this trip no okay flew, that's probably a long drive huh yeah it's like 2400 or 2400 miles <sighs> yeah it's a lot of car time yeah damn and 15 hour days of driving by myself yeah right shaking your head not yeah. not great <laughs> no but i bet the photography along yeah. that route is incredible yeah. it's just tiring that's yeah it. but hey that's, that's part it. of the game. Yeah, yeah. right? So. so you stop. You don't make the skateboarding stuff anymore. I still skateboard. I try to do it every now and then, but it's just like, I just like going out and hiking and stuff more now. Mm-hmm. But even like if I see a cool road, I just try to skate on it if I have my board with me. And it's always fun. So. I never really got into skateboarding. I was a longboard guy for yeah. a little while. and then I was never really until a company actually hit me up to do like a giveaway on my Instagram for them. And I, that was my first longboard I've owned. And it's actually kind of fun. I didn't really expect it to be because I like doing tricks more. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, I'm the opposite. I can't do any tricks. Yeah. So longboard <laughs> was right up my alley. Yeah. Just, okay, stay on the board and go flat. I mean, We're it's good. fun just cruising, going fast. Oh, yeah. It's really fun. Especially so. on like Avenue of the Giants. Oh, yeah. a great spot, too. Because oh, yeah. it's just, you're just winding. But yeah, you kind of have to watch out for cars if you're longboarding down that. Yeah. Most of the time they get out of the way, they slow down, thankfully. Yeah, luckily. But, Except for the locals, they go like what sixty five, seventy down it. Whole ass, yeah, the whole the entire thing. time. Yeah, it's the um, freeway. Yeah, I mean it was so. Back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day. There's a spot actually on the north entrance of uh, the avenue. Like you've been down there, right? On the north part. Is that with the bridges? Yeah, the yeah. broken bridge. That's actually like an older highway from like way back in the day that connected to it. Oh, so, was it really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't if know you're, that. If you're walking to the bridge and you look down, you see like like a uh, lanes. Like the white line in between lanes, you see that just on the ground randomly. Oh, I so, never thought about that. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Where's your Where's your favorite spot to shoot? The entire thing. Yeah, I was gonna say that's <laughs> uh, probably hard to pick. There's uh that straight stretch down by Dyerville where that train track is, like the abandoned train track bridge. I don't think I've been out there. Uh, when you're driving down 101 on the South Side and North Side, whatever way you're coming, if you look off to the side on the river, you could see it there. Like it's like four little uh i don't know what they're called but it's like the parts that i overhang over the bridge you know like just how the bridge yeah like is. the little covered part yeah yeah it's like four of them but one's covered and like it's silver and the other parts all rusted out and it's pretty cool and you got you could actually walk on that bridge too sketchy but you can i'll have to check that out yeah really fun is Good. that so that's your favorite spot here locally yeah just because there's so much in that little area and like mm-hmm. the road out to honey is really nice too yeah that's a nice drive. Yeah. Are you from here then? Yeah, I grew up in Ferndale. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, small yeah. town. Yeah. Damn. Way too small. <laughs> yeah, right? I I feel like Eureka's small, and then I go down I know. there. And it's... Yeah, even like McKinleyville, like that place is small too, and that feels like three times as big as Ferndale. Yeah. Just, but, yeah, I don't know. Everything else just feels small out there at least, so. What brought the move to Tennessee? Uh, my friend, Spencer, he uh, does music, and I was going to go out there and do like photography stuff behind the scenes and uh concerts and all that stuff specifically and then i was like eh not really my thing so yeah i, I bet just... the music scene's 
pretty incredible out in yeah, Tennessee. I mean lot, Nashville. A lot of country music. Yeah, but I'm not a huge country fan. I'm, oh, more, I'm no. more into like rap, but I'm more like I like the Lumineers and like folk pop okay. like that kind of that style. That's like my new drive for it right now. That okay. and some EDM like Odessa and Big Wild and stuff like that. that's really. I have I'm not out. started getting into EDM yet. It's hard to find good artists. Like I try to find artists that work well. With, like I listen to a lot of it when I'm editing because it helps me focus on like, the style of photo I want to do for it. And having a certain song play just gets me in that mood for it. And I've got a track yeah. of. I wouldn't even know how to describe it. Kind of like indie indie pop, I yeah. guess. That's my go-to when I'm yeah. editing. I just put that on and let it play in the background. I love indie pop. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Like um, Hippocampus, Fire Band. Oh, I have not heard of them. They're really good. Okay. I would check them out. I'll have to check them out. Yeah. We were listening to them on the way into Eureka like a few hours ago. So. Well, yeah, you have plenty of time to yeah. check out bands on that drive. Yeah. How long is it taking you to edit your stuff? Uh, Sometimes. It just depends on like Varies. the style. If I already know how, how I want to edit it, it's like 20 minutes sometimes it's like an hour it just depends now when you go into a shot are you thinking about how you want to edit it while you're taking the photo lining it up to say okay yeah for the most part but yeah. sometimes i'm just like taking this shot because i like the scenery of it and then i'm like i'll just figure it out on how i'm going to edit it when i get home like my drone photos i have no idea how i'm going to edit it until i just like sit at it and look at it for a bit and come together yeah so i do for the most part but yeah, it's all just like I see the photo before it's taken, what I want to do with that at least. So yeah. that is so crazy. That's such an insane skill. Mm -hmm. I I had a. Do you know Kevin Lemieux? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had him on, and we were talking about it, and I was like, I could not. I couldn't take a it's photo weird. if you left me outside for thirty yeah. hours. Yeah, I have uh, this one shot in mind while I'm in town. I want to uh, go to the avenue at like ten o'clock at night when it's all dark, and get like. Have my camera be up, kind of pointed towards the ground a little bit, and like have a car that's low enough to where it could actually work, and have like an S curve of all, of like the tail lights just going down the road. And I feel oh, like that would be, be really cool. cool. Oh and, damn! Yeah, and try to get the redwoods in it. So yeah. I gotta figure out on how I'm gonna do that and execute it. But get a low car. Uh, yeah, someone with a Mustang or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> That'd be the best car probably. That would be a crazy shot. Yeah, I tried doing it three years ago now in my old car i had a toyota avalon a beast of a car <laughs> but uh that thing it's it's gone now i mean it's still working but it's gone what are you driving now i drive a kia Sorento. Oh, okay perfect travel car yeah suv camping nice if space. i need to yeah yeah you wouldn't really want to make that drive in a compact no you get a little too no. cramped i know people that do it in like wrx's and stuff like that like that's way too tiny yeah and uncomfy like way too uncomfy yeah, I for cross country like that. Yeah, I can't. Not worth it. Yeah, every bit of space counts. Oh yeah, but so now you guys just come back here to take photos. Uh, photos, and since it's Christmas time, usually around the holidays. Family. Yeah. Okay. But whenever I do, I always try to get some work to help pay for the trip and whatnot. So that way, it's not like paying like since flights up here are so expensive, like a thousand bucks for flights alone. Oh, I bet. So I try to make my money back well doing work and all that for other people so that's cool that you do it full time yeah that's awesome it's a lot of work but it's so much fun yeah so i bet what's the hardest part the editing uh getting clients really yeah oh, okay because there's so many photographers doing the same thing that i'm doing 
for the most part, just different editing style. And every time I reach out to a bigger company, they always like have an agency or they already have a photographer on hand. So, so how did that first play out? Did somebody reach out to you and say, Hey, I'd like you to take some product shots. Uh, some companies did, but I also was reaching out the same time when that was happening and it still happens. But lately I've been getting hit up a lot more, which is nice because I think I'm getting more established in it. But, uh, when I first started out, it was so difficult just like putting my name out there and getting the work. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like just most of the time, if you reach out, someone's bound to hit you up. Like, if you reach out to companies, other people may see you because you're more active. Because I do my work through Instagram. So when I reach out to companies, it gets more, uh, my account push out to other accounts. So businesses might see that. And that's kind of how it worked out last time, like for the first time. Just by reaching out to Reaching them. out. And since you're active, it'll push out to other accounts that are the accounts you're reaching out to. So it's really weird. Yeah. Pushing out content yeah. is, but, is really the key. Yeah. I don't know. It's like. The whole Instagram algorithm is so broken. So crazy. Yeah. And probably, I mean, I would imagine so saturated. Like podcasts. Yeah. Everything's saturated. Yeah. It's just pushing through that that initial barrier and building that audience. Yeah. It really counts. It's crazy. It's it's a difficult business. All of it is. Does it trip you out that you're still, that you're doing this full time? Every now and then. Sometimes I'm just like too focused on my work. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I need to get this done. So... Yeah, I get into it's, that. You fall into those little K-holes and you yeah. just, oh, I got to finish this thing. And then when you're like, when you're sitting back and looking at it, you're like, damn, I'm really doing this right now. <laughs> That's weird. Is this what you thought you'd be doing? No. Five years ago? Yes and no. I thought I'd be doing like more stuff under an agency instead of just myself, but I'm happy with, to be doing it myself instead. Would you want to be under an agency? It feels like you'd probably have less control that way. Huh? Yeah. That's like... I mean, if it's a team with your friends, that's different. But just like a full-on agency, I don't want to do that at all. Just because I feel like there's way too many uh, loopholes for them to keep you and kind of screw you over. Yeah, that's so. what I was thinking. Is that the route most people go when they get into photography? Just try to get like, picked up? I feel like for the most part, yeah. Just so that way they have consistent workflow. Yeah, and then you've got that steady paycheck yeah. coming in. You don't have to worry as much or try to go out yeah. and find people to yeah. to hire you. Which is really hard, but yeah, it's all worth it. You get to take oh, yeah. photos. Oh, hundred percent. It's nice. What a uh, what's your kit look like? Um, I got a Canon five D Mark IV with my go to lens, which is a seventeen to forty uh, f four, and I got a seventy to two hundred f four and a fourteen millimeter two point eight. I said that like I know cameras. I yeah. do not. <laughs> I do not. No, you gotta pretend you I, know. Yeah, right. I want to get into <laughs> photography, but. I feel like it's going to consume me if I do. Yeah. That's all I'm going to start doing. I mean, I've got too many other projects I'm working yeah. on right now. Yeah. I recently picked up a vlogging camera because I want to do that again. Because I was doing Yeah, I noticed you do YouTube videos too. Yeah. yeah. I've been wanting to do that again, like, how long now? Like four or five months? Something like that? Yeah, my old camera. Yeah, yeah. Missing like somebody jacked it or we, that, oh. or it's gone. We I don't know. No idea. Like it just, it was there and then poof, it wasn't. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. We looked everywhere. We cleaned out his room when we like moved in together. We couldn't find 
Whoa. Thing. We couldn't find it at my house because we packed everything in my house up and moved in together. Like, I never found it. Never yeah, found it was it. a mess. It was in the car. We like took the car apart because we put his... Oh. Because we built this really yeah. cool bed thing um, to put in his car. Um, and we had it... It was in there because he had drove up here that Christmas. Um, and then we took it out and we didn't find it then either. Oh, that's heartbreaking. I know. Yeah. But, oh, well. I mean, it was pretty cheap. I picked it up for like 500 bucks just under that, so. And that was going to be your vlogging camera. Yeah. So now we have a new one that we just got. Yeah. But, I mean, it happens. At least it's not like San Francisco where people's gear gets stolen every day. Ooh. It happens way too often down there. It's crazy. People just run up and grab it. Yeah. Well, someone, uh, this was like two months ago, three months ago, I want to say. Someone was in downtown SF shooting... Uh, I think a uh, engagement shoot or something like that, and then the people that like the photographers got followed from there all the way to Fresno from someone that was uh following them trying to take their gear. It was crazy. What? Yeah. Just driving behind them. Yeah, and people like carry guns, pull up on photographers, and at gunpoint and just rob them and stuff. So, it's sketchy. how crazy is that? It's I don't know. Why. I would have never thought. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. A lot of people invest a lot of money in yeah. their their gear. Yeah. Like, me alone, I spent, I don't even know, probably close to 10K at a minimum. <laughs> yeah. So, who knows how much I spent. That's so shitty. Yeah. The idea that someone would come up and just take your shit. Yeah, well, I've had friends that, like, that's happened to, and they kind of just, like, dipped out as quick as possible because they knew something was off. And uh, I've, I know this other person on Instagram that they were on a road trip from L.A. to Seattle, I think. And they got all their gear sold on first day in the bay. I was like, that's that's so crazy. People dude. suck. Some yeah. people suck. Yeah. Some so, people suck. Yeah. But whenever I go down there, I always have it on me just in case. You can't trust anyone. Yeah, I'd have there. it like chained to my <laughs> yeah. neck. I sometimes wouldn't let it leave my sight. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, especially when I'm near Golden Gate, like up on the bunker side, I have my backpack in front of me, just like either on the ground in front of me or like literally on my chest, just in case. Yeah. Somebody could walk by and just like, unclip it. Yeah. And- Keep walking. Yeah, like zip it up behind you if you listen to music or something like that. Don't know that you there. would never know. Yeah, and you can still be screwed. What if somebody walks up with a gun? Yeah, which is the crazy part. That's so wild. I Especially now with all the chaos going on. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah. just ramping up. Yeah, people are desperate. Have you seen all those smash and grabs uh-uh. down in SoCal? No, the videos coming out. Oh my god! I don't know if it's strictly in SoCal. I think it's across the country but these flash mobs of people breaking into like a nordstrom or i don't even know some nice store and just running through it stealing whatever they can get their hands on that's so crazy and then leaving it sounds like uh, the riots when that whole right thing was happening yeah the george floyd stuff yeah that was like what every almost every city yeah about this seems more like a concerted effort i don't know if they're reaching out to each other through social media and probably, planning probably. or if it's a group of people who just know each other maybe probably around. both honestly probably it's like started somewhere it got uh popularized and then like let's start a group like on discord or anywhere where it's like and they hard saw to that see. nobody's getting in trouble for yeah. it so probably uh let's just keep going probably on whatsapp or something like that yeah something that's like more secluded or more uh more secretive i guess and do you use whatsapp no i don't know either. i don't 
Isn't that a Facebook app? I think so. That's what freaks me yeah. out is that it's I'm connected like, to Facebook. Yeah. I'm like, Messenger is already there. What's the yeah. difference? So, yeah. The I don't only, know how I trust that yeah. stuff. The only way I would be using it would be through uh, if I was texting someone like in Europe or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just like someone across the world. But even then, Snapchat's there. Even Facebook. If you have an online like social media account, you could do it through that anyways. Yeah, so. people can just DM you nowadays. Yeah. You don't really need it. Yeah. But some people do. Yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Especially if you're just out on a job trying to take some pictures with some people. Yeah. Somebody steals your stuff. And that's it. And that's it. Unless you have uh, insurance, but even then, still got to wait. You got to retake the photos. Can you insure you your stuff? Are there companies yeah. that do that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I think they do it up to like, I think it just depends on how much gear you have and how much you put on insurance. But I think quite a bit, depending on your credit score and everything like that. And then it's just a monthly payment. I think so, yeah. Or yearly. I don't know. I haven't done it yet. I mm. need to. <laughs> but we'll see. So what, what's your thought with the vlogging? Just a daily lifestyle vlog? Uh, yeah, but I also have some videos in mind. Like I want to do, um, my next one I want to do is an iPhone versus GoPro video. Like okay. for photos and see which one works best for. How they stack up. Yeah. So we'll see That'd how that cool. one plays out. But um. Yeah, we'll also want to do that. I want to do a lot of vlogs, but mainly just capture the behind the scenes of my photo shoots. I feel like that's going to be the easiest way to consistently pump out content. So, Yeah, just adding to the content list, yeah. right? Yeah. I did motorcycle vlogs for like a week. Like the I, POV ones? Yeah, where you, just, where you those got are the sick. GoPro right on it. your chin. I, those. Yeah. I did that for a week and I just, I couldn't. It got too weird talking to myself as i was riding the bike and you have to do like hand gestures and stuff and people yeah. are like what the hell is that guy doing i, I felt like <laughs> i was going crazy yeah it just got to a point where i i sat down and was like this is not yeah this is not the way for me but i feel as the regular vlogging is better yeah but i mean it's a little more natural yeah i feel like for the motorcycle thing though that would be a lot of fun but I don't know. You always have to constantly remember to have your gear charged. Remember to talk if you're just cruising, listening to music. Just like, oh, that's right. I'm filming a video. That <laughs> was my like, problem. I'd be listening to music and then I'd just get into the music yeah. and wouldn't say anything for yeah. 20 minutes. Which is, I mean, it's cool and all, but you're like, there's nothing. You're going, there's you're no going to substance. Forget. Yeah, you're yeah. going to forget what you're talking about. The footage so. was great. I got some, I had some really incredible footage from just riding around town. Yeah. But the audio was not, it just didn't stack up. Well, my cousin was doing it at one point. Not a whole lot of videos. I think he did two. But he had one where he was doing a wheelie. He never uploaded it, but he ate shit hella hard. Oh, and, it was and so caught it funny. on video. Yeah. Oh. It was so funny. Oh, man. He like, picked up his back and he's just like, all right, I'm going home. He <laughs> <laughs> called it. Yeah. I know a lot of guys that ride just for insurance purposes with a GoPro. Yeah. In case somebody hits them or yeah, which is they have a run-in with a cop. Yeah. Well, my, my brother's uh, truck, his Tacoma, has a spot for a GoPro for like a dash cam. And oh, that's like, smart. That, yeah. It's like, that's really I didn't know cool. they did that. I didn't either. I was like, that's really smart. Those dash cams are almost a necessity nowadays. Yeah. yeah. I need to get one, but oh well. Yeah, especially for you where you guys are driving across country. Yeah. Well, like, just in Nashville alone, people are so bad at driving. Like, they literally just, like, from one lane, just go over without any blinkers or without even looking. And I'm like, okay, cool. And roads are, roads are so bad. It's, Are they really? Yeah. Worse than here? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, just, like, not, like, the conditions of it, but just the layout of it. Oh. Because, like, you got... I was going to say, our roads are pretty tore yeah, up. Yeah. But there's, like, 
this one road from 24 and 65 where they connect it's just always a mess it's always like way too busy and no one knows how to drive apparently how many people live out there i don't even know (laughs) i think it's like nashville's a pretty big city it's gotten way bigger this past year since i moved out there everybody's moving out yeah because there's this one artist that I take photos for and all that, and he moved out there the same time I did, and I didn't even know. And I guess there's, like, so many people that did during that time, like, peak summer last year. And ever since then, it's just been getting bigger. So, Everybody's leaving California. I know. Getting out. Yeah. I love it here. It's just the pricing. It's just absurd. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Gas? Five oh bucks? Oh, my God. Like, what? What is it out there? Three? Two. Oh, my God. <laughs> Two, uh, like, 76, something like that, near our house. That's so it's crazy. It's so cheap. I don't understand. Yeah. The whole state is just insane yeah. right now. I mean, there are studio apartments going for fifteen hundred bucks a month right now, which is absurd. And people Even, are paying that in Humboldt alone. Yeah, and I'm like in Humboldt fifteen hundred. Like we're paying like for a we're studio. Around, yeah, we're paying around that for a three bedroom house out in Nashville. And I'm like, that's stupid. Crazy. And down in LA, who knows how much oh, it is now? Two grand at least. Yeah. For a studio. Yeah. And even then, you have to rent with like someone else, get a roommate yeah. or a studio, and that's like it's like a dorm. That's not worth it. Yeah, smaller than a dorm. You're just cramming yeah. as many people in as you can. It's crazy. How I long have you guys that. been out there? Uh, I've been out there for I think coming on to two years now, a year okay. and a half so far, and then she's been out there for what four years? Okay, yeah, just about four years. So. Yeah. You guys like it? I like it. I just wish there was bigger stuff for scenery. Because I got to drive like three hours for pretty good scenery. I got to the Great Smokies and stuff. We have like a lake near our house and everything like that. But I just like love mountains. So Is it pretty flat out there? I've never been to Tennessee. For the most part. Okay. Like the, there's hills, but it's not like hills like out here. So I guess these are mountains. Those are hills. Little little mounds. Yeah. <laughs> little mounds of dirt. But three hours away, you can get some nice shots. Yeah, like basically North Carolina at that point. So, are you branching into other states when you're when yeah. you're out there too? Okay. Yeah, Kentucky's pretty close. It's like an hour north of me, and then uh, North North Carolina is like three and a half hours. So, how's all the COVID stuff out there? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't really pay attention to any. Yeah, of I was that. gonna say probably not. Yeah, they don't. Really, they don't care for the whole mask thing. They uh. They're pretty lenient on that, but I mean, I think during this time of year, they're starting to get more strict on it, but I think for the most part, it's kind of just how it used to be a little bit, just be more cautious of COVID. That's about it from what I've seen, but yeah, yeah. it's a little crazier out here. Yeah. Everywhere I go out here, like since I got back, I'm like, oh yeah, you got to wear a mask in here. So do you not have to wear a mask out there? Not a whole lot. Like some sort of- Not required. Yeah. Okay. It's not mandatory or anything like that. They're like, some stories, like the smaller businesses are like, sure, wear a mask. Like, it'd be nice if you could. If not, don't, don't sweat it. Yeah. They don't really say anything a whole lot, but I don't know. Crazy time, man. I know. Crazy, crazy. time. But hopefully we get through it soon. Waiting for that day. Here's open. Yeah. Here's open. We're still, we're still running our two week, two week lockdown shit out here. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's wild. It's just a crazy time. Perfect really time is. for photography, though. Yeah, because no one's out. Yeah. So, and it's not like they can shut you down. Yeah. It's like, oh, you have to social distance. I'm out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I'm just taking. I pictures. remember when uh, COVID first started. I was still living here, 
and they shut or tried shutting down the avenue, but like just like little spots. And I'm like, I could park 20 feet away and walk. Be fine. Yeah. And park rangers would like say this, do the same thing. I was seeing park kind of where I where I was, and they just walk on the trails and check it out. And they continue. Yeah, I forgot the they shut down the national parks, didn't they? Yeah. Well, if, yeah, they did, huh? I think they did. Yeah. I didn't really go to any during that time. I didn't either. I was just like, I was like, oh, we have to sit at home and quarantine and whatnot because they made it seem like you had to do it or else. Yeah, you can't go outside. Yeah. And so what I did, I stocked up on like beer and liquor and stuff. I was like, well, if that's the case, I'm going to sit at home, play Call of Duty and just drink. Quarantine in style. <laughs> yeah. It was so funny. And then I actually met a lot of my friends during that time too through Call of Duty. And uh, I met one of them. Uh, he came to Nashville recently and we hung out with him. And it's crazy because, I mean, Call of Duty, just playing with someone random, meeting them in person. So, what a trip. Yeah. So from quarantine in 20, was it 2021, 2019? I think it was 2020. 20, yeah, it's 2021 right now. What am I saying? Yeah, I, my time, <laughs> yeah. all over the place. Same. But yeah, yeah, like I don't, sometime 2020. I don't know. Sometime during then. But it was like the first month I met him and playing ever since. So. And then you guys met yeah. in real life. Yeah. How crazy is that? Well, that happens to a lot of my friends. I met so many of my friends through online, which is, I mean, kind of weird, but nowadays it's like... It's not. Nowadays. It's a new thing, yeah. basically. That's how everybody meets. Yeah. I met, I met like, probably seven friends from video games, and then all my other friends are through Instagram or Twitter. And I told my parents about that, and they think it's so weird. I'm like, it's fine. They're chill. Yeah, the whole don't talk to strangers motto yeah, just, just out went out. Yeah, yeah, just went out the window. We're all is, so connected, it's hard not to yeah. talk to just random people. Yeah, That's 90% of what this is. Me just reaching out to random people. Hey, I like what you do. Come on, let's talk. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's literally just, um, I mean, podcasting is literally just talking on the phone, but crossing from each other. Yeah. Real life. And people just happen the same thing. to get to listen in on it. Yeah. It really is just, that's a great comparison. It really is just a, a conversation. Yeah. A, like a phone call. Literally. That's, that's all saved. it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so weird. Life's crazy. <laughs> Life is a trip. Especially the past, like, five years. All this stuff that we have now. Completely different. Yeah, brand new. And now you've got the metaverse coming out. Yeah. The whole NFT thing. I know nothing about I'm that. I'm all on it. I know. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, what is an NFT? So, it's a non-fungible token, which, it, there's so much to it, but in the photography realm, you could have collectors, and so, like, you could, really, any artist in the whole NFT thing could make their own, like... What I've came to realize or understand what it is, is like any artist can make uh, their collectors do whatever with them. Like say someone, say you bought an NFT photo from me, I would send out you send you out a photo of like a signed print. And then if you like paid enough, whatever, I like fly you out to the location where I shot the photo or do whatever, spend like money on the collector, like kind of give back to them. And it's basically like an investment, like you're investing in the artist. When you, you like buy an NFT, so you have rights to the photo online, and like whatever it's used, you have the rights to it. And say, like another way to do it, uh, if I make a photo sale, like a print sale on my website, you would get a percentage of that from that photo that that they bought. So it's like stocks, but so it's kind of like a personal. copyright. Yeah, and it's a, in some type of way. Yeah. So what is? I've had a couple friends try to explain this to me, and I'm it's always so weird. I'm always so lost. I'm so confused about it. Too. Yeah, and I'm in it. I'm like, what? What is the difference between that and you just selling somebody an original photograph um, and them just copywriting it? 
back then, so like with the whole NFT thing, there's like a blockchain behind it. So that way it proves that you are the owner of it. Because say like you bought an original from me and I send it to you online and you use it for online advertising. Someone could take that photo and claim it as their own. That whole scandal thing where it's like hard to prove that it's their own. Like, I don't know. It's so crazy. But the whole NFT thing, you have the blockchain behind it, which uh, verifies that's you. It's like an authentication card in a way. So it's that authenticity that really is the driving factor yeah. for it. Yeah. And then you can prove, hey, this is mine. Yeah. And that's just like such a sliver thing in that whole NFT thing. Because later on, it's going to be, they're talking about like making like football game tickets on your phone as an NFT. So that way you, like it's yours. Like you prove that that's yours instead of someone taking the QR code and saying, oh, it's mine. When that person, or like, I guess an example would be, say you go to a football game, you have the ticket on your phone it's a qr code someone else like one of your friends took a photo of your qr code and they go there separate time just because they want to go to the game they take uh, your qr code go sign in as you and you go like 20 minutes later you get there sign in and it says you're already signed in like in the stadium whatever and with the whole nft thing they try to make it so that way it won't do that because there's like a whole thing behind it like the data behind it it's really weird and someone couldn't just take yeah your nft yeah. and say it's theirs yeah they could oh well, they they could try this like different ways but people have tried but there's like a token behind it like your username like it's like it's so confusing it's really confusing i'm explaining it really confusingly because i'm not good at explaining things but uh like you have your username basically behind that image and it will just come up as that as like your username and it'd be a way to prove that it's you are a lot of photographers getting into that? Yeah. And of seeing their stuff? Yeah. And like it's just starting to like go kick off a little bit. I know like probably cl- some of my closer friends, I, they made quite a bit of money on it already. Just got Are, to the point. People people are making insane yeah. amounts of money yeah. doing it. My friend sold uh, a photo for like six ETH or something like that. And he went out and got his forerunner that he's always wanted, and which is like $25,000 for Damn. six Ethereum. So. For one of his photos. And if he yeah, would have just, just one photo. tried to sell that photo, would it have reached the same price? I don't know. Because, uh, like, the collector bought it, so the person who bought it owns that photo. But if that collector sells it, he could raise the price on it more for more money. And uh, and so when you sell it, like, say if I sold a photo and for that price and the collector sells it, there would be a percentage back to me. But the collector gets a lot of the other money because he's the one who sold it. And you can put it into the NFT contract, right? That yeah. I get X amount from yeah. each recurring sale. Yeah, like a percentage. Okay. So, which is secondary sales in that sense. So, it's a whole. That is so crazy. Yeah, I'm still trying to understand a lot of it. Again, I'm not good at explaining things. So, it's kind of hard for me to truly under or truly say what it's about. But No, it's not you. I've, I've had so many people try to explain it to me. And each time I'm sitting yeah. here, just racking my brain trying to it's so figure it out it just came out of nowhere oh yeah well yes and no but another thing that's really weird do you know the show uh what show is that it's like they do futuristic stuff on it it was on netflix black mirror oh yeah yeah they did a whole metaverse thing in i think 2011 2010 something like that they released an episode of exactly what facebook did for the metaverse when mark zuckerberg came out with the whole ad for it it was like exactly like just like it in the show Oh, I'm trying to think what episode that was. Yeah, it's like one of the first ones, I think. I don't remember. Yeah. They called it. Yeah. It's coming. Oh, yeah. I feel like everything that they're 
they do on that show is like a way that's going to be coming in the future. So. Kind of feels like it that attack robot episode. Oh yeah, that was a little that's sketchy. Funny, yeah. I forgot all about that show. Yeah, Such that's a good, a good show. show. They yeah. haven't released. I heard they finished the newest season, and I this could be completely made up. So take this with a grain of salt. Yeah, that they made the newest season, but they don't want to release it yet because the world's too chaotic. I believe it. Yeah, people take things way too personal. So, I believe it. So, are you NFTing any of your stuff? Oh, I have a lot out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have so much out. Can you NFT the same picture multiple times? Yeah. So, what you could do, you could put up... I haven't done it. I've just been doing one of ones. So, I it's like more original. It's like to that specific person. But I know a couple people that have like, f- I think, 45 out in a set. So, they just like sell one for a certain price, all the same price. And so, it's 45 editions of them. So... So then each of those people owns. So how does that work if somebody wants to use that image? Do they? I have no each, idea. I was going to say, do <laughs> I they, I mean, like are they each that. getting paid or is it the one person yeah, who that, owns? Well, that's why I'm doing one of ones because I still don't understand that. Yeah, it's probably so, simpler that way. Yeah. And the whole thing, well, it's super expensive to do it, but minting photos, it costs so much money. What is minting photos? So um, when you... Like, put something up on the metaverse or, like, make an NFT. It's minting it, like, when you put it up for sale. And there's a thing called a gas fee that you have to pay whenever you do that. And it could range from anywhere between $30 to, like, 200 something, just depending. Now, is that the price of the currency, like Ethereum? Yeah, that's, that's what that's it is. What, it's a, okay. Yeah, the cryptocurrency Ethereum. So, or not, for the gas fee, it's dollars. $30 to, like, 200 dollars. And that's just because of the transaction? Yeah. Like, you're paying a fee to post it, basically. And then the buyer pays a fee to buy it. It's all fees, for the most part, when you're buying stuff and doing stuff on it. And why does that fluctuate so much? I don't know. That seems crazy. I think it just goes based off the price of Ethereum. And say, like, I'm buying a piece. I think it bases off the price that I'm buying it at, at the Ethereum price. Like, say, Ethereum, uh, or one Ethereum is, like, $4,000, and I buy a piece for a quarter Ethereum. I think that that case, it'll be, like... What what's a quarter of that? Basically, five hundred something like that. Something like that, I guess. So, so at that price, you'd be paying a gas fee of I want to say like hundred something dollars on top of it. So, and that just goes to, I think the miners, like you know how the whole crypto miner thing is happening okay. with like Bitcoin and all that. People are buying computer parts just to make money, and that's like another reason why right now computer parts are super expensive. Crazy expensive. Yeah. I've been trying to get a new graphics card, and that thing's like <laughs> two grand for like yeah. a like a three year old graphics yeah. card. I'm like, why? Yeah, it's insane. I built this the rig that we're recording the podcast on towards the end of 2019. I got in right under the radar yeah. before everything just skyrocketed. Yeah. I mean, it's going back down right now, but still, I haven't even checked. It's way too expensive. I'm too worried. I'm going to start buying SSDs and more hard yeah. drives, and yeah, I don't need it. Well, SSDs now are, like, so cheap for a terabyte. It's, like, 200 but No, cheaper than that. I think it's way less than 200 now. Yeah. It's it's insane. I mean, even hard drives are, are dirt cheap. Oh, yeah. They were pretty pretty low throughout Christmas, actually. They dropped the yeah. price on a lot. You could get a 5-terabyte one for, like, 80 bucks. That's so nice. Yeah. I've been getting so many externals, like, ever since, like, the price drop. You probably just burned through them. Kind of. I've been getting like four terabyte ones just because I feel like that's the best, but I feel like I should also be getting two terabyte only just because they'll last longer. But um, SSDs, when I first uh, 
started looking at them, they used to be way more expensive. Like I have a 248 gigabyte one in my computer and that was like almost 300 bucks at the time because it just came out. So SSDs were mad expensive then. Damn. Now it's like terabyte is super cheap and I don't get it. Yeah, I don't but, even remember what I paid for mine. I think I have a terabyte one. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I just got one, yeah. That'd be nice. I think I just got one. And then I've got a couple... I've, I've burned through so many hard drives. Yeah. Just, I mean, each podcast is a hundred gigabytes Damn. at least. Yeah. That's so much space. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. I couldn't, I couldn't think of that. Like I couldn't do that. So much yeah. uh, storage you got to go through. I'm going to have to get a, a file cabinet and just start labeling them yeah. and tucking them like away. Like those cloud system ones. Yeah. yeah. Those are dope though. I like I've, those. I've heard good things. Yeah. My cousin had one uh, when he was working. When he owned his computer store, I used to work at his computer store there and build computers and stuff when I was 16, 17. Oh, nice. And that's kind of how I got into the whole computer realm, playing PC games and everything like that. Is uh, that what you play on as a PC? Yeah. Okay. I used to play on, I mean, if I had the money, I'd be, be buying a PS5, but so expensive for a PS5 right now. It's like 600. If you can even get one, right? Yeah. My brother was able to get like three. I'm like, how? <laughs> for uh, retail too. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, just lucked out. Yeah. And he's just sold them to friends and whatnot for like, I think retail price, just like same price he paid just cause why not? But so Damn. it must be so nice to be able to find him like that. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. Scalpers there. Are, I've seen PS5s going for a thousand plus. Yeah. Especially here. People are like skyrocketing in the prices here. Everything here is so expensive. Yeah. I love looking. It's just a joke. I love looking at the comments on Facebook. People are like, "I could go to GameStop right now and get this for like three fifty, and you're selling it for seven hundred. Okay. Yeah. Even three sixties and like PS threes and stuff. I'm like, dude, you people can... still buy yeah. it though. That's the problem. That's yeah. That's exactly the. They're issue. willing to pay because they want it, especially when the holidays come around. Yeah. It always happens. Yeah. Which is absurd. I can't do it. Yeah. I might be fine. Because people will see it and they're like, oh, okay, I'll get it. They don't care for the price. Especially if you don't know. Yeah. If it's a parent or somebody yeah. less significant other that doesn't really know or understand the pricing of them. Yeah. Well, okay, I'll just but get it. He really wants it. Yeah, but that's like why eBay is such a good tool. Because you just go to recently sold and figure out the price of what it should be, and then you're good. How so. are you selling your stuff? Are you putting it out on just social for, media? For NFTs or? Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there a yeah. platform for that? Mainly Twitter. Twitter, Twitter and Discord, okay. but Discord's mainly for like bigger uh bigger projects. Like the, you know, have you seen the whole ape thing with NFTs? Yeah. Like that whole thing they have. That their... brought in a lot of money, right? Oh, yeah. So much. What stoned ape? Is that what it was? Uh, Crazy ape? Board uh board, board ape yacht yacht club, something like that. And I have a couple <laughs> of friends in it and I'm like, you guys are so lucky. And there's another thing called uh crypto punks too, and that's like I've heard the... about that one, yeah. Yeah. Those are like the top two. And it's crazy on how much people are spending on that. I have friends that hopped on it like right when it came out, like when it was started to boom. Not right when it came out, because that came out in 2017, I think. So have you bought any NFTs? I've gotten one so far, but it was dumb cheap because I thought they were gonna be doing a lot more stuff. So I'm trying to sell it right now. Cause it's something that I don't really need. Like they're not doing anything with the project, so it's pointless to be a part of it. So. What drives up the value of one of the projects? Is it just uh, I don't really know. I, I think who's behind it and like what the market is like, how often they're being sold and how much they're being traded. So it's literally just like stocks, but digital images. 
That is so crazy. Yeah. Without like the dividends and stuff like that. Yeah. But. You're just betting on somebody that's willing to pay a higher price yeah. than you are. Yeah. Like a stock. Yeah. And Adidas and Nike just got into it like a few weeks ago. NFTs. Yeah. Jesus. They partnered with uh, Board 8 Yacht Club or Board 8 Yacht Club. I think Adidas did, if I'm not wrong. And then this other NFT product came out and Nike is a part of them too to bring like uh, artificial te- or AI type of, not AI, artificial reality, like the AR thing, like have their shoes as your metaverse character and like bring up the shoes in the metaverse. It's so weird. Like you're owning the shoe, like the digital shoe. Like what the, that's what the plan is, I think, in the future. From so it would be I've a seen. combo thing. Yeah. Which is That crazy. is so crazy. Yeah. Have you gotten into the metaverse at all? Uh-uh. I kind of want to, but at the same time, I'm like, I kind of want to stay away from it for now until I get more into it and realize like what I need to do or like how it actually works. I didn't realize that there are multiple metaverses being yeah. built. I thought it was just the one the that metaverse? Facebook was working on. No. No, there's a ton of them. Yeah. There's so many people pissed off on Twitter about uh, Facebook changing their name to Meta. It was so funny, though. Yeah, kind of a weird move. Yeah. They're they're leaning into the mm-hmm. the whole metaverse. Yeah, that's that's their wave. I just they're probably just looking at it money wise and like, okay, that's good. Oh yeah, Hopping. And their branding. I mean, Facebook was kind of in a rough spot these past yeah. few years. Oh yeah, with the whole 2016 election and then the Instagram algorithm going down yeah. the hill, down the hole. I don't know. Might be mine. Let me see. I think it was mine. Um, Mine's on silent. We're yeah. Good. Them them doing that, all the misinformation and people complaining about that. Yeah. I mean, the rebranding makes sense to Meta. I don't, I don't know about that. But. I feel like they should have just made it something like, like have Meta in it because they're going into the metaverse, but also have it along the lines to be working with Instagram and Facebook and WhatsApp and stuff. Yeah, like, now it's completely. Yeah, it's just or its change thing. it to the Social Network, like the movie. <laughs> That'd be yeah, a solid name for them. That would have been funny. That'd been a solid name. I still feel like they could change it. Never too late. Yeah, they rebrand back. Yeah. Actually, we're gonna change our name one more time. Yeah, meta the, wasn't really working out. The Meta Social Network. <laughs> yeah, the Social Network by Meta. meta. No, yeah. just Meta, the Social Network. <laughs> yeah, I. We better not give them any ideas. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna change it. We're not even gonna get a cut. Yeah. I well, was reading this article the other day of or I, maybe i was watching a podcast and they were talking about somebody paying four hundred fifty thousand dollars to buy a plot of land in the metaverse next to snoop dog wait he has a spot yeah damn i didn't in know the that. sand sand lot yeah metaverse the, sand park metaverse? I, I think sandbox i think yeah, it's sandbox sandbox, sandbox. Yeah. i was gonna hop in a one fifty grand yeah i was gonna hop in a one because they just came out with their like they're working on it and people were trying to sell it for like a hundred grand i'm like bro why yeah, it's not even out yet <laughs> I don't understand. So if you have like an Oculus or yeah. some VR setup, can you go into these places right now yeah. or you're just banking on them being done at you some point? You can go point? into those places. Like the like the sandbox, you could go into it. Right now? I think so, yeah. Because uh, I saw this video on TikTok of this one guy like talking to the uh, – one of the workers at Meta just like on the Oculus just chilling in the Metaverse. And the dude's like, you guys actually get paid for this right here, right now? Sign me the hell up. Yeah, right? I'll take <laughs> so that job. And I was like, dude, that's crazy. And he's just like, how much you guys get paid? And who knows? They probably get paid so much crazy just amount. to hang out in there. Yeah. Just be at home, chill on their couch. Yeah, we're, we're, we're testing. Yeah. Just making sure everything works. Yeah. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah, don't leave the couch. Never have to yeah. go into the office. Oh, yeah. Clock out, you just pull off your headset. Just like 
watch TV. That, honestly, that would kind of suck, though. Being in the metaverse all day and not going, I mean, go outside, but just doing that and then go to your computer screen or just your phone or whatever. Yeah. It's like, that's so much screen time. I don't know, for a six-figure paycheck. I know. <laughs> might be worth Sign it. Sign me up. Yeah. Like, I might need that another hundred grand on, on it or add it on to it. Yeah. That'd be nice. You know, just for the stress of having to wear a headset all day. But... Yeah. That puts so much strain on your eyes. Oh, I my God. Do that. I'm sure no you way. feel it. I editing, I'm so yeah. dead by the time I'm done. Yeah. I just feel drained. Well, sometimes after I'm done, especially if I'm staying up late gaming, I go in the bathroom and see my eyes. My bags are like so yeah, low. Yeah, bloodshot. Like what? What happened? And uh, she actually got me blue light glasses for Christmas. I need to start using. Do those work? Have you tried them? Not yet. I feel like they do. I don't know though. anybody that's used them yet. Yeah. My friend had them and he said they worked, but we'll see. I feel like if they work, that's, yeah. that would definitely be helpful. Well, I feel like they have to if they're being sold at Target and stuff just casually. Yeah. In a way. Otherwise, that whole project, like the whole blue light glasses thing would just be out the window. It just helps with strain, right? Yeah. Eye strain? Yeah. Okay. Oh, and that's, I feel like that's what saves your eyes. Yeah. Well, who knows? I worry about what the long-term effect of that's going to be. Yeah. Especially for us if we're sitting yeah. on our computers all day. Yeah. Editing and everything. If we're going to be going blind it. 40 yeah do it now <laughs> Get it i feel with. that way with the audio too because i have headphones in yeah 90 percent of my day yeah it's like i'm wondering what that does to your hearing long term I know. well i have i'm always listening to music like i spend so many hours on spotify i have no idea it's like literally two month day or two months of a year i'm listening yeah. straight music i believe it at least so it can't be good mm-hmm Imagine music producers listening to that stuff all the way up. Or, like, well, you hear about artists that do live performances and oh, their yeah. ears just get blown yeah. out. Well, I feel like half the time their speakers are like the people doing the uh, setting up the the stage aren't doing a good job with the audio. If that's the case, because I feel like they have to be like towards them, but also like the music has to be out. You know, yeah. what I mean? like the Kinda vocals have to be towards you. Like everything else has to be out. I feel like, but who knows. Yeah, I don't know. I would not want to be up there. Well, sometimes when I'm taking photos at concerts and stuff, uh, if I'm just, like, taking photos of whatever, I'm, like, near the speaker at times. I'm not wearing any earbuds or anything. So it's just, like, right here, like, bumping super hard. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. Started hitting dizzy. Okay, maybe we need to take five. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, after a little bit, I get used to the sound, but I feel like my eardrums are just going to go on me at any point. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think about that. Like, it can't be good. Especially playing good. games like Call of Duty and like oh, yeah. other games like that. And you're never volume playing up. it at a good volume. Yeah. It's always blasting. Yeah. And the intro, do you play Warzone? Uh, I used to. I can't play it anymore. It's too broken for me. <laughs> it's. It's. They have not managed to get a hold on that game since yeah. it's been out. Well, that's like. Call of Duty went downhill so bad. Like, uh, ever since they brought Warzone out, it's just been a really bad game. So, I liked I liked Warzone in the beginning. I really liked the concept. I, I did still too. play it. Yeah, but just like multiplayer wise and everything, they just focused too much on Warzone. Yeah, than anything I've else. even played multiplayer in Vanguard. Yeah, oh, I, love it. I didn't even buy Vanguard. Oh, or uh, what was the other one? World War. Uh, Cold War. Cold War. Black Ops World Cold War. War. Cold War. I hated I that one. That. Yeah, it I did not so hear bad. good things. And I bought it twice too. You bought it twice? <laughs> yeah, because I was for a console. Yeah, because I was here when it first came out, and uh. Then I bought it when I went back home. And same with Modern Warfare, too. 
A lot of yeah. money. That game's taking a lot of money yeah. from me. <laughs> Did you buy Vanguard? Yeah. I've had a lot more fun. That's like with okay. the, that's the only one that I've been having a lot of fun in the past like four years of playing Call of Duty. Campaign or multiplayer? Multiplayer. Okay. I don't play campaign. I used to like the campaign. I did too. I really did. Yeah. And then after Modern Warfare or Black Ops Two. Yeah. Yeah. Black Ops Two was kind of the, the last call. one I really got into. Yeah. What's your favorite one? Either Modern Warfare Two or Black Ops Two. Modern Warfare Two's up there, man. That's everybody's. Only Modern Warfare Two because back in the day, everyone like everything was free range. Everyone was like talking bad shit to each other, and like the mic quality was so bad. Trash. It was so. It was just swallowing the mic, cussing yeah. each other out. This one time I was playing, this one kid was getting super heated at us, like me and my friends, and he literally swallowed like not literally, but he put the mic in his mouth and it broke because he screamed so loud. You heard it go. <laughs> That's peak, that's peak Call of Duty. Yeah. That's what that was. Yeah. And I love it. And just, it's funny because you see people talk, like, talk trash to each other on TikTok or, like, social platforms and stuff. And I'm like, you are not there during that era. You will not understand. What you don't get like. it. You know, like, the creativity behind everyone talking trash to each other was so clever. It was and so the law, everything was good. The maps were oh, good. Yeah. Everything the was overpowered. The gun balance was good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those, was it the, uh. The Akimbo shotguns was that Modern Warfare? Modern yeah, the Warfare Model 18, oh my, 87s Yeah, were. oh my God, yeah. broken. Fast 12s, broken. <laughs> Loved it. You just everything about running it. Running around the map and then playing Mike Myers, the jump spots, quick scoping, which I still do to this day. Those were the days. Yeah. It was a simpler time back then. Oh yeah, dude. That's was I was actually gonna get into content creating for Call of Duty. That was like like my, streaming, uh, streaming and YouTube and stuff. I was doing that when I was younger, and uh, I was in Black Ops Three when that came out. I was running like a whole team by myself, like competitive team, sniping team, creative team. Oh shit! Because someone brought me on, uh, and then he would just like give me everything to do. Like he's like, here, go find people to like play competitively for us and whatnot. And he was like making all these promises to the team, like for like jerseys, getting like with these bigger teams and like playing bigger games. Never happened. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm out. I'll see you guys later. Damn. And I actually met this one kid from the UK. And I still talk to him to this day, which is kind of crazy. And he's, like, one of the first people that I met uh, through gaming and just played with that I didn't know until then. So, it's crazy. And I've played with so many, like, big, not big time, but semi-big time uh, streamers now. Like, way back then, like, that, uh, there was a team called Dare. And I used to play with some people on there, uh, some people on Soar. And, yeah, which is crazy because now they're just, like, bigger streamers and they actually stuck to it, which is dope. And people make a lot of money doing oh, that. Oh, yeah. Crazy. This one time when I was streaming, because uh, I used to stream quite a bit, um, but I was playing Counter-Strike Go, and this one dude from, I think, France, Spain, something like that over there, he's gave me 90 bucks, just like have. Like, he donated 90 bucks, and I'm like, damn, that's crazy. So I just like did a giveaway on games. So I was like, you know what? Let's just give back. Why not? Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. And I think that was my biggest donation, like gaming wise, which is crazy. And people just have like money like that to throw away. I'm and like, just want to give it to streamers. Yeah, which is dope. So, yeah, crazy. Yeah, I remember growing up, really young. We're talking middle school. I wanted to do something with video games, but there was no streaming. Mm-hmm. There were the tournament thing was kind of going on, but it wasn't. Yeah, it was nowhere near as big as it was now. Oh yeah. And I, my go-to was, oh, I'm going to be a game tester. That's as close as I could yeah. get to 
That yeah, was like that what was so Halo three days. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'll just be a game. I'll get paid to play video games. Yeah. I'll be a game tester. You heard that all the time. It's like, yeah, oh, machinima. They like have game testers. I'm like, okay, you can get paid to play video games. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My parents were like, nobody makes money off video games. You gotta, you gotta do something else. Now look at everybody. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, like literally, I, I think people are getting paid the most gaming right now. Like, and the interesting thing is, you can make an insane amount of money and you're not beating up your body like if yeah. you're playing basketball or soccer yeah. i mean yeah you're getting like you are getting fatter when you're playing but also your mind's going so like your eyes are like your movement like just everything like mindset movement is going by way faster and which is weird because i feel like you actually do get better uh eye coordination when you're doing like video games when you're playing that's what they say right yeah i don't know if that's I feel like it's true because when I'm driving and stuff and people do crazy stuff, like, I feel like it's going to happen. Like, if I see someone doing something that's, like, going to be sketchy or if I have, like, a weird feeling they're going to pull out and, like, try to cut me off, I'm, like, ready for it before it even happens or if they do it. like I'm just, like, It has to more. have an effect on your reflexes yeah, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Which, I mean, it's good, but at the same time, like, you got to put a lot of hours into gaming in order to have those have those separate reflexes. And you have to put a lot of hours into gaming just to be good. <laughs> be good, yeah. If you want to actually play, not even competitively, but be able to play and win a few rounds, yeah, you got to put some work. Really good now with everybody's oh, like yeah. trying so hard for no reason, and I'm like, dude, calm down, it's chill. Yeah, Relax. it used to be you just go into a lobby and just have fun. Yeah, wreak havoc yeah. and do hang out with your friends. Yeah, just do whatever. And now you get in some of those lobbies, especially on Warzone. Oh, now yeah. it's. Kids slide canceling, trying to like juke you, and since I'm sniping almost like probably ninety percent of the time, I mean it's like sitting there because like you know how kids go back and forth with each other like that when they're fighting you. I'm like I'm just gonna snipe you like you're not fast enough. Like come on, yeah, it's not that hard. It's intense. It's funny, but what a what another sweet gig. Yeah, play video games. That's not all you would want to do. You definitely have to work out or go outside a little bit. Yeah, get some vitamin D. Yeah. But there's kids that are literally just, like, pale white, just, like, sitting there day after day, not doing anything but playing games, which is, that's so crazy. Yeah. I couldn't do that. Who would have thought? I know. Who would have thought that would be a way to actually make money? Yeah. I thought it was just going to be, like, the YouTube thing, and that was it, not streaming and just, like. I did not see. I thought the YouTube thing would get bigger. I did not see streaming coming. Yeah. At all. I kind of did because I was, like, trying to hop on it because there's this game called Warframe. Uh, when the PS4 came out and me and my friend were the top streamers for that game for like a couple months and then for the PlayStation at least and then we had a friend on PC because the updates were way different and so whenever uh, there is PlayStation kids that needed help the PC player would send them to us and then vice versa if there's a PC player that was needing help they'd we send him over to the uh, PC guy and I don't know I kind of made our own community on there and then we just kind of gave up I don't know why it probably could have just made it. fell out of it yeah I feel like it was just some updates that kind of ruined the game, so which is usually what happens. Yeah. So. Or they just stop. Yeah. Stop working on it. Yeah. Falls off. Yeah. Wild. What are you playing now? Vanguard mostly Vanguard. that and Rocket League, like the most basic Rocket games. Rocket League's intense. But, yeah. Yeah. Rocket League's pretty fun because I just mess around, and uh, like I just love getting kids mad. I just that's why I love multiplayer games. People get so mad. It's just so funny to me. I don't know why. Yeah, the death comms. Yeah. Are, I mean, on 
on any Call of Duty game are always yeah. always worthwhile. To whenever check out. whenever I'm like playing Warzone with some friends, if I ever do play it anymore, and I die, I'm like, he's right behind you, <laughs> and he's, like, he's yep. like facing out the door out of the wall, and like he's gonna get him. <laughs> Or you just like say some <laughs> dumb shit like that. I have a buddy who you can always tell when he starts getting a little heated at the game. Oh, because it's so funny. He'll start going at him yeah. when he dies. It starts so off funny. calm, like "Oh fuck you," and then yeah. it gets it gets heated. And it's like okay, <laughs> it's so good. It's getting a little spicy. <sighs> I love it though. That's like the best part about it is when your friends get heated. Yeah. Because I got into, I I used to be like that. I used to get so pissed off when I was little, and now I'm like, if I die, I'm just gonna fuck with that person who killed me. It's just fun. It's just more fun to me doing that. Yeah. It's and you can't take it personal. Yeah. That's the thing. People you, do. Oh, yeah. That's the best part was is when they take it personal. Then you can really dig into them. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get even more mad. And then. You have a few friends where you can't really play with them very long. Oh, yeah. It gets, yeah. It gets too. There's a level of taking it personal where you're like in the game and like, oh, fuck this well, person. People literally lose friendships over it. Yeah. Which is absurd. I'm like, dude, do you not understand like the point of gaming? It's a game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some at, people don't get at that. At the end of the day, we're just having fun. But if you get if you take it too personal, that's on you. That's all I say. I used to get so frustrated as a kid. Me and my dad would play this racing game, and it was super basic. Some basic NASCAR game. Yeah. And we just you just driving around the track, and I would get so into it, and yeah. then he'd lap me because he you know was, he was better. better. Yeah, yeah. and I would just lose it. I'd be like, oh no, the fucking game's broken. <laughs> <laughs> the other controller, <laughs> just lose it. And be like, this game's broken. We need a new like just kid shit. Yeah, playing video games. Yeah. I mean, if uh, when we have a kid and like, if he wants to play video games and like wants to try to beat me, I'm just gonna kick his ass every time. Oh yeah, he does. you gotta humble him. Yeah, you gotta make him earn that. Yeah. Like if he gets mad, that's on him. <laughs> It's not my problem. Get better. Get better, buddy. Come on. <laughs> yeah, get better or else you're not having dinner tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Let's right. get to that point. <laughs> That'd be so you bad. you got to log a few more hours. Sorry, yeah. training's not done yet. That'd be so... People actually, like, That's a training. real thing. Yeah. Which I remember, is... That uh, gets weird. Yeah, I remember, like, a, two years ago now, uh, there was this whole thing about kids on uh, Fortnite, like, their parents paying for kids' training because that whole Fortnite tournament thing. There's, like, some 13 or 14-year-old that won, what, a million dollars? In New York or Philadelphia, something like that, for a Jesus, Fortnite thirteen, tournament. yeah. What are you gonna do with a million dollars? Probably fifteen. Probably more realistically, 15. still fifteen. What are you gonna do with a million dollars? I don't know. Well, That's who crazy. Knows, who knows how much of that got taxed though when he won it? True. So, yeah, especially if it was in New York. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was a big. That was a big thing. Is that still? That's got to still be going on. I think they canceled that because they only did it once, and that was the last I've ever heard of it. And then there's this one uh, YouTuber, Keemstar. He was, like, putting on his own tournaments tournaments every Friday for Fortnite. I know there are these sites you can go to. I watched a video about it. And you can pay people to play with you. There's one where it's all girls, and you can pay a girl to play a video game with you. That's so bad. That's, it was so that is, weird. I couldn't do that. That's just too desperate to me. I'm like, bro, if you, if you got yeah. to that point, just stop. To play a video game with you. Come yeah. on. It's like... Just hang out. Go find actual yeah. friends to play with. Yeah. Or like, just play online with regular friends. people. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's weird. so bad, dude. The I internet is such a weird place. They're down bad. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. I think I was watching a video about it on Facebook or something. It came across my page. I was like, that's not real. Yeah. It's real. That's so stupid. I can't. Different time. Yeah. And just imagine how much people are spending on that, too. Like, 
Well, that Weekly. especially back to Fortnite, mm-hmm. just buying skins. Oh yeah, you're about kids getting a hold of their parents' credit cards and just yeah, it's like three hundred plus. Yeah, just like, thousands of dollars. Yeah, I couldn't do that for for what? I don't know. Have a Batman skin? I guess. Because they want that. Yeah. That's so. Well, now Call of Duty is doing that too. It's like ten bucks per uh, per bundle. Yeah, I don't buy those battle passes. The, uh, you the can get it for thing, free. That's yeah. That's what that's, I do like yeah. is that you can just save up enough coins and then yeah get that's it. what i do yeah that's my thing because i'm like i'm already spending 60 bucks on this game yeah, i'm not paying i used to pay 20 bucks per expansion back back at modern warfare 2 black ops 1 all yep. of that i forgot about yeah. the expansion packs yeah they those used to be so big they would have full-on commercials on uh on the expansion packs like on espn and stuff during commercials i remember the i forgot about those the modern warfare 2 resurgence expansion commercial that thing was so sick i love that commercial <laughs> Yeah, now it's all just skins. Yeah. You're not even getting any good content out of it. Yeah. Skins, I, guns, blueprints. Yeah. I hate it. I'm like, I don't even put camos on my guns anyways. If I do, it's just like something trippy for a second. And then that's yeah, it. I keep my I don't do the charms or I the I do at times just like if I see like the thing like the little logo, you know, how it says like new charm, or whatever, mm-hmm. I just go to get rid of it and then I'm like, Oh, this one's actually kinda cool. So I put it on. Some of the skins are cool. I can get down not the character skins yeah. but the gun skins yeah i can get down have you that. seen the uh anime skins that they have on there oh no it's so weird like it's like straight like rated r type shit on it i'm like bro what the hell i've not seen well they had that gimp costume for yeah. that one girl for a while yeah that was weird they also had a humble skin in uh modern warfare oh i didn't know that yeah it, it was a weed gilly f- outfit and it said humble like, oh no shit. the guns had a tag that said humble county on it too Damn, that's yeah. cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, because that whole game is just supposed to be full of stoners. And I guarantee, or whatever people had it on, I'd just hop in game chat and be like, I bet you don't even know where that place is at. <laughs> You're like, so nope. Funny. And then uh, people with like 707 in their names, I'd like give them shit. I'm like, where are you from, Vallejo? I bet you're from Vallejo, huh? <laughs> that <laughs> was a big is. thing. <laughs> that's still semi-big. You'll still come across a couple kids that have yeah. that. Yeah. I'm like, I always hop in. I'm like, where are you guys from? Huh? Where are you from? <laughs> Trying to like start shit. And then they never talk. I'm like, of course. I'm like, yeah. probably Vallejo. Are you some Santa Rosa kids? <laughs> and they're always like, one of them. <laughs> Jesus. It's so funny. Yeah, um, I don't... I, the whole pay-to-play thing is just... Yeah. Absurd. Yeah, it's weird that we've fallen yeah. into that. I'm not surprised at all. Well, no, they want to... Those companies want to make as much as they can. Yeah, like Activision, they don't need that money. They already lost like 14,000 people. But they're making so much money yeah. off of everything else. They don't, you, you don't need it. Yeah. They it's, lost like 14,000 employees recently. Oh, I think I heard about... Yeah. It's over some sexual assault scandal, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't know what... Yeah, I forget, but... I don't know what happened with it. Hey, they're not there anymore. Probably for the better. It's not going to help. Probably a shit place to work at. Probably. Well... I don't know. I think working at one of those game design companies would be cool, but supposedly the atmosphere and the work time is just horrendous. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, game developing is so crazy. I could not do that. The coding behind it, so much. We, uh, I took this game development class in college, and our, we had to build a game from scratch. Yeah. All these other kids made really cool indie um platform games or those scrolling screen games like the 2d ones yeah Yeah. just really cool shit with great backstories and cool Uh cutscenes. i we got into this group and i was like okay we'll probably make something 
cool. A shooter. That was my input. Was oh, let's yeah. make a shooter. A little shmup. A little shoot 'em up. We came up with Gluck, which was Is that the name? Yeah, Gluck <laughs> was the name. It was a a duck with a Glock for a That's head. So good. And you're shooting at other animals, other birds like yeah. swans and geese with other guns for heads. So there was like an AK one. There was a some boss duck it was like a mallard duck or something was the boss and it had it shot fireballs that was our game i made one uh i think it was in unity i think that's what i used and i made like a little 2d platformer i tried to and i just gave up on it so quick but uh it was like a mario game i made this little blue figure with like little tiny arms and legs and like it was just so hard to get to work because i would like finish the level and then i just keep on like going like on the platform and just like keep on running forever without finishing the level, and I was like, "All right, I Done. give up." Yeah. <laughs> when when did you try to do that? Was this a few years ago? This was like seven years ago, I think. Now I think I was a junior in high. They've school. gotten really good. Those that online software like Unity or Game Maker. Yeah. It's gotten way better. Yeah. Way more intuitive. Yeah, I've seen that, and there's like actual classes for like what seven-year-olds to learn how to do it you can just watch youtube videos that's what i was doing yeah i think we made ours with game maker yeah i think i don't think we actually got to use unity or anything i just used the free version for unity yeah crazy Mm -hmm. and a lot of that is just drag and drop i think there's a little more there can be more programming if you want I think Game Maker, a lot of it was drag and drop, and then you could program in physics and stuff. Yeah. And movement if you wanted yeah. to. But. I couldn't. Crazy. Yeah. It's... You could just build your own game now if you want. If you right. have the time. That's yeah. the big thing. If you have the time yeah. to invest in it. One well, of my uh, old coworkers at the computer shop I was working at, he uh, he codes full-time now, but he was trying to do his like, own game and everything, and he was making it work. He had like a Discord with like 75 people behind backing him and everything, and I think he just gave up on it for now. But it was, like, actually a pretty dope game. I forget what it was about, but he's actually getting it, like, together pretty well. He was starting to get a team together and all this stuff, and I was like, damn, good for him. But I think he's just the burnout of working on that, staring at code all day long. Well, especially since he is a coder, it's just, like, even more on top of that. I'm like, if I had people behind it, I'd be like, you guys do the coding, come up to me with the ideas of this issues, I'll help fix it or whatever. I'm taking a break. Yeah. (laughs) But... Yeah. I'll just manage it from the yeah. outside. And if you guys really need the help, I'll hop in, do whatever I need to do, and then, yeah. Yeah, coding. And do it with beast. them, obviously, but, yeah. Yeah, it's... So much work. Oh, my God. It's so much. And then you're staring at a screen and looking through thousands of lines of code for one small typo that Which cracks is the whole thing. More, like, always, like, a like some quotes or like a parentheses or some little thing like where is it and you spend like hours looking for it it's like in the first line it's like yeah god damn it <laughs> some semicolon that's not supposed to be there yeah are you i've looked through this line 20 times and now i see it yeah, yeah. that's 90 percent of what coding is oh yeah i hate coding so much i've, I've despised it. <laughs> i was gonna take a coding class in college i tried and i'm like I cannot do this. I think it was JavaScript that I was working on or C++. I forget which one it was, but it was such a pain. I was like, this is so difficult Just for no tedious. reason. Yeah. yeah. What'd you go to college for? Uh, Well, I was going to go like in person. Dropped out twice, both on the first days. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I ended up doing a couple of classes online, that coding class, which I kind of just gave up on. And then the Photoshop class, which I already knew how to do over half of it because 
I was like already doing Photoshop work and trying to learn it myself before that. But yeah. What made you drop out? Twice, both on the both on the first. Well, day. the first first year I was gonna go the math class I was uh, gonna go to wasn't credited at all, so I was like it's pointless for me to go. And then the second time, uh, I was like signed up for the classes and I was like I'm just gonna do the general ed stuff last of like the whole college career thing I was gonna do, and I was gonna do coding at first, and that's why I was gonna do that uh, one C plus plus class wherever it was, and. Uh, that one was online. The Photoshop one was on online, and then I think I had to take English, and I forget what the other class was. But I was like, I don't even want to do this. I'm like gonna go. I'm good. I just want to do creative shit. And then I was gonna do a photography class, just a single photography class there, and they wanted you to do black and white, learn a camera, and uh, I think do like four or five essays. Like, for all the projects, like, for each project, you had to do an essay. And I'm like, that's pointless. That's, like, the complete opposite of photography. Yeah, why am I writing an essay yeah. about the picture I took? Yeah, like, the photo should be speaking for itself. If you're not, or if it doesn't, then it's you not got your a, photo. Yeah, you've got another problem. Yeah. So, it's a mess. I'm like, I mean, one, I'm really bad at doing essays. I hate typing, like, long essays and stuff like that. I've always, I've always hated it. I cannot stand it, but. Yeah. It's just boring. Yeah. Like, in high school when I was doing essays, I was like. Can I just go home? I don't want to be here. I would always write my essays the night before because I just could not yeah. could not pull myself together to start. Yeah. Well, I would always just like purposely wait to like last second. And then uh, I would always get it extended because I never had it finished. I was like, can I just like get it to you Monday? Yeah, right. <laughs> or can I just like... <laughs> wait for that Friday yeah. deadline? Oh, you know, it's actually... We've yeah. got a problem. Yeah, or sometimes I'd be like, you know, I finished it, but it's not here. And then I was like, can you just like give me a D? Does that work? And I was and one time it worked. I was like, "Thank Damn. God, yeah, good teacher." Yeah, because they saw me actually working on it a little bit in class. Because like you know how schools have like their own laptops now. Mm. It's like something like that. Yeah, kids can get their own iPads now in yeah. class. I'm like, must be nice. Yeah, right. <laughs> Different time. Yeah, now Different they like time. have their own uh, Chromebooks and stuff. Yep. They literally take home. Back every student gets one. Yeah, back when I was in high school, we just like. Had the computer and we had like a rack where we set it on when we're done. That was it. We can't yeah. take it home or and it anything. wasn't a good computer. Oh, yeah. It was like an old ThinkPad. Yeah. Well, we had a Dell, even cheaper. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. Those would just crash on us I every day. We, I think we got ThinkPads when I was when I was going through high school, I think. Yeah. But I mean, we used to have those old, old ass projectors. Oh, yeah. Where it's just the clear laminate and you're yeah. just writing on and it. And the teacher's sitting there trying to focus it the entire time. <laughs> Spend 20 minutes just trying to get the lighting and the focus right. You're like, okay, this yeah. is, this is class like, for today. Class is like halfway over and it's like two plus two. Four. All right, class is over. <laughs> yeah, and then you could you had to write your notes quickly because they would just wipe yeah. it blank. And I'm like, I wasn't done. It's They're like, like oh, get it from someone else. Yeah, thanks. And I was like, I was always so slow in class because half the time I wouldn't even be paying attention. I just hated school so much. I couldn't stand it. But, uh. They would always, like, say, just get it from someone else or whatever. Or, like, I just would never write it down. I'd be like, whatever. <laughs> That's what it is. Ridiculous. Yeah. I remember there's this one semester where all the notes that I took, I had copied from a friend during class. 
I had just gotten glasses and I didn't want to wear glasses, yeah. but I couldn't see shit. So I would just sit. It was me and a buddy of mine and I would just, we sat next to each other in class. So he would copy notes from the board and I would just copy notes <laughs> from his paper. It's like, that's, that's what, this is what we're doing. Yeah. I used to do that too. Cause I was always so slow. Like just out looking at it, writing it down and making sure I'm getting it If you it don't right. write fast, it's rough. Yeah. You're screwed. It's, it's a hard time. Yeah. Um, no, well, even during note taking all that stuff, I'd always just draw on the edge of the paper. It's just like draw skateboarding logos or just draw little signs in the corner. It's like make a little photo there and stuff like that. So I was always messing around doing something. So after the second time, you're 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 kind of sitting done. thinking to yourself, okay, we need to embrace yeah. the creative side. Well, this isn't gonna work out. I always knew I wanted to do something creative, and that's why I was wanting to do coding because I knew one that had good money behind it, but also give me a degree and I could say I went to college and whatnot but also after that I was like this isn't for me not at all so yeah that structure yeah it's just a little weird yeah and I was able to start working for myself I think like three years after high school I started working okay. for myself what's that 20 2019 doing the photography four years four years after yeah that's so, pretty good yeah and I was and I worked three three jobs I worked for my cousin in high school, like, end of high school, kind of like a year after high school. Um, Papa Murphy's in Fortuna, the casino at the hotel area, which I hated, Graveyard Shift. I hated it so much. Not want to do that job, but whatever. Uh, and then after that, I went full-time. And between uh, between every job, I was trying to do it full-time, but I just couldn't. So I always went back on a different job. and Just the time commitment or trying to yeah. find clients or... Yeah. All of it. Yeah, all of it. Making sure I'm able like to reach out to the right people, get the money I need to like for the job and whatever like that paid well or whatever, whatever it was what the uh, circumstance was. So. When you first made the switch, were you kind of freaking out a little bit? Like, Not really, because uh, I I had this one company called Bottle Keeper that I shoot for every month now. But during that time, I was always like hit them up if I'm going on a trip, be like, hey, I'm going out here for, like, a week or whatever. Do you guys need photos? And they're like, sure. Like, we just need, like, 10. I'm like, okay. And just do that. Just, like, whenever I wanted to go on trips, I will just do that. Just kind of hit them up and see if they wanted photos or whatnot. And so they kind of, like, help me get to where I'm at now. Do you bankroll any photos for ones that might come down the line or you take everything after you've already secured the take, brand take everything after i secured okay. mainly. like for ball keeper especially i take some photos uh i take since i take photos for them every month i do like a certain set and then wait till next month or wait till a little bit later towards the end of the the month before to take some more photos and whatever else because sometimes they want festive photos for the holidays or certain type of photos so Are they just, giving you any guidance saying, hey, no, we I want... No, I full free credit Okay, freedom. that's cool. That's yeah. how it should which be. Which is like how most companies I work with is, which is really nice. Yeah, that's got to be sweet. Yeah. You know, yeah. somebody saying, okay, we need you to go to this location. Yeah. We want this in the background. If that Set was the, the case, like this. if they did that stuff, I'd be like, you're, you're going to have to pay more. If you want to direct me that much, like Yeah, it just take thing. too much out of it. Yeah, it's way, too, way too much time consuming. Because like, I feel like I charge pretty cheap for the stuff that I do. What so. are you charging for a promo? Uh, like for products and stuff. Yeah. My minimum right now, like I have a minimum of 10 photos for anywhere between 250 and 350, just depending on the company and like how, like the ideas I have behind it or whatever. And also like it, say I have a lot of ideas for that company. Once I see that company, I'm like, I could do this pretty quick. So I was like 250, something cheap. 
or if it's like a smaller brand, probably a little bit cheaper. It just depends on the company and like their size and what their budget is and everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I have a whole bunch of different price ranges. That's cool, man. Yeah. Are you selling a lot of your prints on the side too? Uh, I know we talked about the NFT stuff. Yeah, for print wise, or is it primarily just coming from? Uh, well, products. Products, products right now, but prints is just like here and there, just depending the time of year. Like this time of year, I sold, I think four prints so far this year, just because of the holidays and that's what people wanted. And I, the company I go through to get my photo prints, which is one of my favorite companies, uh, the Bay Photo, they make really good quality prints. So I'm just, I've been stuck, stick, I've been stuck with them for like four years now, like basically ever since I started and they haven't let me down at all. And every person that gets a print loves it. But this year it's been like four photo, four prints. Last year it's like close to 20 prints I sold. And then when quarantine first started, I was trying to push my prints the most because that was like the only way I could get jobs during that time. And uh, that actually paid for like a whole month of like rent, rent for me basically, which is nice. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. Damn. I was able to sell that many prints, thankfully. Like I'm super hyped about it because I did it all myself. But I wonder if it's harder selling prints nowadays because you have the internet. I I don't know. It's hard to say. I feel like right? I feel like for the older generation, they like they love having it more physical. But since NFTs are a thing now, I feel like it's changing. Have you sold more as NFTs now? Is no, that, no, no. I've regular. I've prints. sold way more prints than NFTs so far. NFTs so far, I've sold like four pieces, which is still a lot considering I joined in March. Oh, so, okay, March of this year. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's not bad. Yeah, pretty good. But I know people that sold. A lot, which, I mean, good for them, but it'd be nice if that happened to me. <laughs> it's just expensive. NFTs are just expensive. Yeah. That's, like, the hard part. Well, the gas price seems yeah, great. Gas price, that fluctuation yeah, seems ridiculous. And, and plus, like, I have some pieces that are pretty cheap because, like, one, I want to help people, like, that are getting into NFTs and whatnot get a piece of art for themselves. And also, uh, just, like, I have prices from, like, $40 up to, like, three thousand dollars just depending on like the piece itself so it just all depends on like the photo itself and uh just like i don't know i just want to have a big price range for those who are interested in my photos especially for nfts yeah right and then you can get you can cast a wide net and yeah. try to get everybody in on yeah it. so it just gives everybody a chance to hop in it that's why i feel like it at least yeah so yeah because i I would not be able to buy a hundred thousand dollar yeah. metaverse. Like, what, I what, what is that? Who's yeah. buying that? And the thing is, like, people are just spending so much money in it. I can't. It's wild. I'm I'm kind of just sitting back, waiting to see what happens. That's yeah. kind of my mo with all of this. Yeah. So I just don't understand it. So I don't feel comfortable hopping in it yet. Yeah. But if it catches on and it looks a little more concrete, then everybody's gonna have to adopt it eventually. Oh yeah. Well. It's- uh, I don't know how long ago this was, but someone recently got married inside the metaverse too. Like inside their home, they just got married. That is like, so crazy. Yeah. They had like they had they projected... had guests and stuff. Yeah, they had like I don't know how many people, but they had like people sitting down or sitting down, um, watching it. Just like they had a screen share of like them and person just like up on a screen in the metaverse of their characters and uh, them themselves, just doing it. And I was like, that's so weird. What a time to be alive. Yeah. Just wild. get married online. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard people say they're going to have concerts in the metaverse. Yeah. There's going to be I can see shows. That. 
which kind of makes sense, especially like during this time, of, like during these times, with like the whole COVID thing, everyone trying, everyone trying to be inside more. So. And what about movie theaters? Yeah, is that going to be? I just... hope not. Or it'd be cool if like they have it in a way where it's like the actual theater itself, but also if there's people there in real life, they pull like show up as like black figures, like as a theater, like instead of the theater, like there's a camera for the movie itself, and uh. Like the people that are there in person, you could see them, but they're just black figures. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Except a way to make it seem like you're actually there. That'd the potential seems limitless with oh, what you could do. Yeah, if 100%. it is as if it is as big as everyone says it is. Well, it's not even as big as it's gonna be yet, which is absurd. Like everything that's being talked about right now is so small. Yeah, VR is not even where it's gonna be in. Yeah. In three years. And that's been like what out for? Who knows how long? Probably coming close to ten years now. I want to say. It's been out for a long I time. I don't know. I want to say, yeah. Two twenty four. Uh, yeah, I think I was like 16 when the HTV Vive and the whole Steam thing was getting announced. So probably... Is that late 2000s, early 2010s? Uh, Early 2010, I was... If I was 16, that would have been 20... 2012? 2014. 2014? 20, no. 2013. Which is not long. No, not at all. In the in the scheme... I mean, look at where consoles have, have gone. Yeah. Insane. And, oh, yeah. It's crazy. Like, the, between the PS1 and PS2, even then... Insane. That was a huge change. And 64 to GameCube? Insane change. Or Sega. Game Boy to... <laughs> DS or whatever to, to it was? Anything. Yeah. Insane. Yeah crazy yeah it's gonna be interesting to see where that goes oh yeah i'm 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 hyped for it but at the same time i'm like can anything just chill for a bit this is happening way too fast yeah right and then you've got the pandemic and everything on top of that yeah it, it's weird how everything is it feels as though it's ramped up yeah this, es- these especially, past two years yeah especially since the pandemic started yeah so i don't know it's all crazy i can't it's very crazy yeah that's so wild. Life's crazy. The whole electronic, like every electronic piece is crazy now. Cause I was talking to my friend, uh, Ben yesterday when we were out shooting in the Redwoods, I was like using my drone. It was kind of raining. And, and I was like telling him about this story where I lost my drone. Cause I crashed it at my dad's friend. Yeah. My dad's friend's property. Cause he wanted me to take some drone footage. I hit a tree. It tumbled down. I lost it for like a day or two. And it rained one of the nights before, and it was wedged underneath, like, tree roots because this one tree was sticking out of the ground and it just got wedged underneath it, and I couldn't find it for, like, two days. And it since it rained, I just figured it was done for. It still works fine. I still use it Damn. to this day. And I, yeah, I was using it yesterday, and I was like, that's Totally crazy. fine. Yeah. Whoa, how weird is that? Yeah. And I was like, and so uh, getting back to yesterday, I was telling him, I was like, it's crazy how electronics are now so, like, so good at being outside in the rain or whatnot and not having any issues compared to how it was when the like razor was out or like LG shine or any of those type of phones were out. You just sweat on it. It breaks. Yeah. Now it's just like, now it's like, are you sweating? Or even iPhones, if it gets too hot or too cold, it's like, we can't function. Put it like, put it in a cooler place or a warmer place, which is weird. Yeah. You used to just break it. Yeah. And you wouldn't get any notifications or anything. I'm like, this is so crazy. How do you like that drone? I want to get a new one because the aperture on it is a fixed aperture at 2.8. And the newer ones, you could uh, 
change it to like what you need it to be. So my images for the drone aren't super sharp, but I'm try I try making them sharp in post editing. Aperture is letting in the light. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you know cameras. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm delving beneath the surface ever so slightly. Yeah. No, that's like the basically the gist of it. Like everything camera settings wise, it lets in the light, but aperture, uh, it lets in the more the lower the number number, the more light that uh, allows in. And that's also ISO mainly, but Aperture does that, and it also makes like the focal point in it like sharper. So like two point eight is so low, it's more focused. Like, say I shot this Corona bottle, it would be like distant focus, but the stuff in the background would be blurry. And if it was at f eight, all of this would be a focus. Okay. So it's just basically like the focal point range, I guess, in a way. And does it have to do with any ambient lighting? If you're in a darker setting, you would want. Ye uh, yeah, in darker setting, you want it down to 2.8, so that way you can Lower get aperture. the focus. Yeah, okay. Get the focus that you want on the subject. So. So when you take a picture, like some of the ones you posted, where you've got the tail lights of cars, yeah, is that the aperture just letting in the light for that? Uh, that's the shutter speed. Shutter speed. So okay. For the aperture, depending on time of day. So if we're shooting at nighttime, and we want like tail lights driving through. We put the aperture as low as possible. So my camera right now, or my lens, is the f4. So I have to put it to f4, and I have it, the tripod set up. I have the shutter speed to probably like five seconds for that type of shot. So that way it stays open long enough to capture the light that's coming in. So that way I could get the trail. So okay. it's like like shutter speed is basically how fast the shutter inside the camera closes so if it's five seconds it stays open for five seconds and it closes and that's how you capture the image and the iso kind of just like makes the artificial light come in that you need and so you want to try to keep that as, at the lowest point so there's a lot it's so great <laughs> yeah there's, there's a lot it's like more one of those things you have to like do in do person it. yeah to fully and probably it. do a budge to really yeah. appreciate it yeah so that's what and I think that's another reason why I didn't go to school because I'm more of a hands-on learner. And I think that's why I'm, I like creative stuff more. And like, you already had found something that you were passionate about. Yeah. Which is why most people go to school is because they're looking for something yeah, like that. Yeah, looking for that drive. Yeah. So it's crazy. I'm happy that happened because, well, I'm just also happy my parents are super supportive about it too because my mom does drawings and she's uh, she's been doing uh drawings for like, I think the past two years now she's been doing like or well longer than that she's been doing it her whole life but like as her main thing like basically a job now she just does uh commissions for people for western art and like horses and cowboys and stuff oh that's cool yeah she does that full-time damn yeah so i think that's why they were super supportive about it too she got it yeah she's she, like okay we need to support this yeah like she understands it so that's important to have yeah a good support network yeah of people that understand your dreams and yeah just shitting on them yeah which yeah. is what happens to a lot of people so and a I, lot of yeah people. and i feel like the best artists come from those type of people where their parents aren't super supportive about it where they're like oh you can't be doing that so they have like more emotions behind their work and they have that drive reinforced yeah to some extent yeah right because you've got these people saying no you can't do that don't do this you should yeah. be looking for something else and that just Kind of drives them like, yeah, kind of drives like them insane. Like, no, I'm going to prove driving you wrong. the knife into your son. Like, yeah, and some people like they don't do it. They're just all like, yeah, I'm just gonna like they're right. I'm not gonna do it. Whatever. On to the next thing, or I'll just go to school do, whatever. It's one or the other. Yeah, that's that's what's weird about that kind of motivation is 
you can use it to fuel you or it can destroy you. Yeah. And you don't really get a pick. It's yeah. kind of just how you are as a person. Which sucks because I feel like I used to be kind of that way where I was like, like in skateboarding, if I feel like I couldn't do a trick, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I can't do it. And now it's like, oh, well, I want to learn it. Okay, I'll learn it. It's like, I know I could do it. It's just a matter of like how long it's going to take to make it happen. Yeah, that, putting in that, that discipline. Goes, yeah, that goes in for everything. Like, especially with gaming too. Just everything. Yeah. Whatever you put your mind to. Photography. Yeah. It's all about just put, you have to put in the man hours to actually be good at yeah. it. Yeah. It, and it doesn't come overnight, which which is what a lot of people think. Especially It'd be nice if it did. Yeah. I'll walk quicker. Yeah. But, but it does not. Yeah. But that's like what it is for a lot of photographers too, or especially for people that say that photography is easy. They're like saying, oh, it's just a click, of, a click of a button. I could easily do that with my phone. And I'm like, you can, but it's not going to be the same. Like there's going to be something different that you're not going to like about the photo that you took because you're using the camera app on your iPhone without knowing what settings to yeah, you probably hear that and just roll your eyes and you're like, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. You do that. Yeah. You take a picture with it's your funny. phone. You're going to be fine. Yeah. It's, it's funny when people do that, but I'm like, whatever. If that's how you want to do it, sure. That's on you. Yeah. Like, Or you could hire someone that knows what they're doing. So. Yeah, because that's just camera settings. Yeah. I mean, then you've got Photoshop and all that yeah, underneath. Yeah. yeah. The whole process. And knowing what lenses to use, knowing what the light, like what lighting to use, and all that, because I rarely ever use artificial light. I'm always using like natural light if possible. Well, yeah, it'd be hard for you to pack out light yeah. if you're out somewhere. Yeah, I, I I pack stuff all the time. Like I always have almost all my camera gear on me 24/7 whenever I am out doing stuff. But a lot of times it's so it's so heavy carrying everything. It's crazy. Just packing it around with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's way too much. Like right now. I took out my gimbal, which is probably, I think, eight pounds alone. And so whenever I have that with me, it's, like, even more weight. But whenever I don't, it's, like, I want to say, like, 15, 20 pounds on my back just carrying camera gear. It's a good weight. Yeah, at least. And that's if my camera itself is in the bag. Mm-hmm. And my camera alone, I think, is 10 pounds, close to. So it's pretty heavy. Yeah, and to be carrying around. Yeah. Just casually. Yeah. And I, I throw it, like, I literally just, like, toss it, into, like, onto beds or, like, couches, whatever. And everyone's like, don't throw it, it's going to break. I'm like, it's fine. I've been doing it for years, it's fine. And Yeah, I feel that way about my phone. Yeah. I'll be at the gym and just toss chuck it, it. Yeah, just chuck it. Yeah. And then I'll stop and think that. It could break. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't be throwing I'm it I'm more worried like about that. the screen than anything. Yeah, that's my biggest thing. Then, like, if it's not going to, like, it's not going to break internally, but the screen. You get a giant that's crack down the middle. Yeah. yeah. That's my work. You see Literally. so many people that have just splintered screens. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's just been broken. Or people that are like, have little, like literal chunks out of their screens. I'm like, is that going to cut you? Yeah, the whole bottom corner is just yeah, dead. It's just gone. Dead pixels. Yeah. Like, like, no, like literally just okay. gone out the camera. Or chunks, yeah. yeah. Or just chunks missing. Yeah, you it's can like, see oh, inside. That's just just like, your, okay. Yeah, okay. This is just how you're sticking with your phone. Yeah. All right. That's wild. Do you remember back in the day? Uh, they made out or they made up this phone that was supposed to be indestructible, like the flip phone. I thought you were going to say Nokia. Uh, no, no, no everyone flip, knows already. Yeah, those are already yeah, there. Yeah. Um, it was like no. a flip phone. I think it was called like, I think it was literally called a gizmo. I think it was literally called gizmo. If I'm not wrong, it had like orange, uh, orange lining around on the outside and it had like a clock in the center of it. Like when the phone was closed. It was so weird. No, I, I knew someone that, that had it, and it broke on the like. Oh, that's a joke. <laughs> when they had it on. Him. I was like, "That's so funny." Just got it, and it yeah. snaps. 
so good. Oh man, what a time! Those phones were sick though. Like the flip phones, I I wish I could use them still. Like the Envy Touches, like the flip phones, like that. Those little razor flip yeah. phones. Yeah, I wish I could. You could still uh, use those. I mean, you can, but like kind of like how we need them today. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's rolling around with flip phone yeah. anymore. I wish I was. It'd be so cool. I feel like I'd be happier if I was. Oh yeah. Get off, get off social media. Yeah. Just have texts. Oh yeah. I, I mean, at times I wish I could. But I literally need my phone for like Instagram or whatever. That's exactly what I tell myself too. I'm like, I just need it for promotion for the podcast. Like yeah. I gotta keep it. I can't get rid yeah. of it now. And then when you're off social media, like uh, when I got into town, I was off Twitter for like, I mean, I was on it, but like not how like I usually am whenever I'm active on it. I was like on it just every now and then, just checking it and hopping back on it yesterday for the first time in uh, since I got here. It's been like so weird because like all my engagement went down and stuff like that it's like taking a small break just brings your engagement down so much and i think that's what's happened to my instagram too my instagram uh engagement's gone down so much if i don't post reels but i also think it just might be instagram well it sucks it sucks you in that way yeah because you have to constantly keep feeding the beast yeah keep posting daily you gotta keep uploading i haven't even jumped into the reels yet i'm scared to go there i would i mean that's what's been making my uh instagram stay that's what everybody says they say you gotta you gotta test out the reels i mean that's they're making reels that's why i've been doing tiktoks too because i can make tiktoks and post them on instagram has tiktok been good for photography for you Oh, yeah. yeah. I recently got a brand deal with a rock star, and I finished that. No shit. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I finished that right before we came here, I think. Like, the day before we flew out, I posted the last TikTok in. Oh, how, that's that got to be an insane feeling. Yeah. It was, it was sick. I was like, oh, tic- oh, rock star wants to work? Sick. Okay, sure. Damn. So, got that uh, that one done, and then I don't know if – I recently did one with the Ziva. It's like a – or Zevia. It's like a little carbonated soda, like – or carbonated – and caffeine free and they have like it's just like a healthier soda and i recently did one with those two that company like tiktok has been really good for business wise for me it's like helped out so much like you can actually make a lot of money doing tiktok and i didn't people, realize that there are people out there making a lot yeah, of money i didn't realize that until i started like getting my first brand deals on those and i was like why am i making like actually a decent chunk of money doing this and i've been kind of holding out because the whole china connection freaks me out a little bit i yeah i remember that whole thing now i'm just like i don't care i mean like it's actually like i think one month when we first moved into our new house uh tiktok alone just paid for rent itself i was like that's so crazy yeah instead of reaching out to other brands like i was still doing that every day but like tiktok alone like the brand deals through it just paid rent i'm like that's absurd like i've gotten to that point where i'm just like Having fun doing what I love and make money. Yeah, which is the end goal. That's that's everybody's end goal. Yeah, it's just do, do what you what, want. Do what you want. Do what you love yeah. you and gotta, be able to live. You just gotta learn how to monetize it. That's it. Once that's you figure out how to how to monetize your own, uh, like your own brand, then Who's you're that? good. Yeah, it's just the the only thing is you gotta stay consistent. That's the only thing. That's what everybody says. That's the key to success. Yeah, you just have to be consistent, which is really tough. It's so hard. Most people fall out of it. Yeah. They get going. Maybe they get a little bit of traction or they don't and they just stop. That's exactly what happened with my YouTube. That's why I'm trying to hop back onto it because I know if I keep on doing it, it's going to pick up again. And I'm going to get more fans from TikTok especially because TikTok's really good for promoting anything. And so if I do that, then I know people from there would watch YouTube and then 
from there you go to Instagram, Twitter, whatever else. Yeah, you can kind of drive that traffic. Yeah, it's just so much easier. So, right now I feel like TikTok's the wave still. It's still so big. I yeah. think it's bigger than all of them, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I think it has more downloads than uh, Instagram last year. So that is insane. Wild. Yeah, that is insane. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, well, man, we can call it there. I gotta go squeeze in the workout, but I'm I'm fucking glad that you came on. Yeah, and I gotta talk to, to you. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, do you want to plug your stuff where people can find you? Yeah. Where sure. they can find prints? Yeah. So uh, I have uh, my Instagram, which is huntrex h u n t r e x underscore. And then my Twitter handle is Hunter Rail, R-A-Y-L is my last name, and that goes for everything else. The only thing that's different is just Instagram. So HunterRail.com. Uh, Facebook is HL Photography. Just search up Hunter Rail. Um, TikTok, everything. So, yeah. All right. Well, Hunter, thank you, man. That was, yeah. that was awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It was, it was a blast. It was my pleasure, man. Hell yeah. Thanks, guys.